Welcome to Inside the Economy with SHNJ. Presented by Larry Howes of Sharky, Howes, and Jaber. Learn more about Sharky, Howes, and Jaber at shwj.com. Thank you for listening. A quick view of the numbers. The... uh, Durable goods orders are down a little bit because a lot of that is aircraft orders. They're really not that bad. Both the ISM surveys, the manufacturing and non, came in very high. The uh, latest adjustment to our GDP is up a little bit. And I think given uh, what's likely to happen for the second quarter, just about everything here going forward should look a little brighter. Uh, seven years ago when this recession started, our GDP has still averaged about 2% growth since then, some parts of it, 3 Job markets added about 15 million new jobs. That's the largest consecutive new job addition in, actually in U.S. history. Uh, granted, in 2008, we lost 8.5 million jobs, so the numbers look real good from then. Regardless of that, the uh, we are rapidly approaching full employment. So a lot of these bouncing unemployment numbers, which is currently about 4.9, and the new jobs growth numbers are, are going to slow. We'll get to the risk of recession slide here a little later, but that's just in the normal course of things. When you look at the U.S. the way it is right now, given as bad as everybody else in the global looks, it's pretty attractive economy. Uh, two probably most conservative and attractive sectors, like U- S&P 500 utilities, uh, it's up 20% year-to-date. Unfortunately, that's uh, 18 times its estimated forward earnings, which is huh, a 30% premium over its 15-year average. Consumer staples, another attractive area, is up 11% year-to-date. And that's trading at 22 times its historical average, also a 30% premium. That's not surprising, given that everybody's looking for the same thing, yield, security, and liquidity. Well, we'll get back to that, but consumer credit is okay. Consumer spending is up a little bit. There's more cash in the transactions. People are still buying cars, but clearly at a uh, at a slower rate. I think once everybody has a new car, sales will slow. Uh, real estate market naturally has slowed, and nationally has clearly slowed. The... Uh, Money flowing into real estate and building new structures and sales prices all go into this calculation, and it is coming back to historical norms. The glow of the real estate market is still quite hot in some places, but uh, the rest of the country, it is cooling. And clearly, it's multifamily that has taken the lead in that area, not single-family. Uh For those of us who are anticipating what the Federal Reserve might do about raising interest rates, the uh, PCE deflator number didn't come in very good today. We're still well below the objective. The core is low. 
and the total is not getting any better. Inflation is sort of a big deal to the Federal Reserve. The reason you raise rates is to slow inflation. As a rule, you don't raise rates to increase inflation, but we could spend an hour on that. Uh, Here's the risk of recession, and it has climbed. It has climbed in some respects, in my opinion, due to the algorithm inside of this that says when yields go down, people are looking for safety. So the risk of recession has increased. Well, yields have gone down. We had a great bond rally last month after the Brexit vote. So it drove, and it has been driving these numbers up for a little while. I personally don't think the risk of an actual recession has increased much past about 12% at all, but you're going to hear about it in the media. And, uh, well, I don't think the risk of a recession in the U.S. is probably even on the charts yet. Here's the other side of the coin. Uh, Sovereign bond rates, and I think that is a great gauge to see what everybody's fear is and their need for safety is. Uh, Right there in the top is the U.S. Uh, You know, half a percent, if you go out a year, you get about a half a percent. You go out 30 years, you get two and a quarter. Uh, Everybody else, Japan, Germany, Switzerland, they're all in negative rates now. In fact, Germany is the first country using the euro to sell a 10-year in negative rates. And Switzerland, and I took a look at this bond, sold a bond, a Swiss bond, uh, matures in 2058, negative rates. Uh, I don't think this economic experiment is going to work, but we'll see. Uh, When I say it's not going to work, that means that the central banks push rates into negative rates to make them unattractive so investor will go someplace else, preferably out into their economy, and invest there. Plant equipment, real estate, jobs, that kind of thing. Well, it's a great thought on paper. Hasn't worked so far. Japan, here is who's got negative rates. I mean, Japan is really the big enchilada in this game. Germany is is growing. Uh, I'll come back to Japan here in a minute. They're, they're kind of a different deal. Uh, on the other side, back to the U.S., uh, the CBO, the Congressional Budget Office, really came out with an interesting revelation on where revenue was going to come to the U.S. government. They really haven't spoken it this way before, but clearly, if you look at the four primary areas for income in the U.S., for the U.S. Treasury, it's income taxes, payroll taxes, corporate taxes, and and Federal Reserve remittances, which I really don't want to get into. But the bottom three, payroll taxes, corporate, and remittances, are all, have been dwindling in their contribution as a percentage of GDP. And the CBO has finally come out and said it's clearly going to be smaller going forward. Payroll taxes are not growing where they are. uh, And I will put in a political side note here. When payroll taxes aren't growing in the population as a whole, uh, 
Naturally, there's some people that come out and say that, quote, increased income inequality, unquote, because those of the rich get their income from capital gains and investment, not from payroll. Well, in some respects, that's true, but it's quite beside the point. Point is that they're not assuming payrolls or growth and wages is going to be significant going forward. That's the message. Corporate income taxes has been less and getting smaller. Uh, they cite smaller domestic profits. I believe that relative to GDP. I think it's hard to keep growing on profits the way they have been. It's all in income taxes. There'll be personal income taxes. It'll all be bracket creep. Find people where their income is best reported. That's where we'll get our revenue. So the next political football will be how the 1040 looks. Quick reminder on government debt to GDP before I get to Japan. Uh, the U.S. is down there kind of below the bottom half. We're still about 80% of GDP in total debt. A lot of a lot of countries are less than that. Spain, Germany, Canada, Australia. Australia especially, way down there. Uh, Greece still holds the record. Japan's number two. Portugal, Italy. Uh, right now, we'll get back to that when it comes to sovereign debt. Let's go on to Japan, which probably is uh, as important an issue as there is out there internationally. Uh, this is what... Inflation has been in, in uh, current Prime Minister Abe's economics. And the whole point of the Japanese economy was to get them out of recession and get some inflation back into the, the system. Well, it, it hasn't worked very well. Although their stock market has done fairly well, it's been traded thinly. However, he just got reelected by, in the Japanese gauge, a landslide. So there's going to be more of this, and I think what we'll see out of Japan is a constitutional change. So their defense spending will change from 1% of GDP to something a little bit higher. They're having problems with most of their neighbors, and I think they're going to start spending money uh, on defense, nice expensive boats and airplanes, rather than anything else. If they're so deeply in debt, where does Japan get their money to increase their debt spending and their defense spending? Uh, the money in Japan, <laughs> uh, I chuckle, uh, is mostly in the post office. Individual investors put their money in the post office. That's the savings account in Japan. And most of the government debt, which is out there in huge numbers, is assigned to the family corporate groups. Uh, they buy the debt and they pay taxes into the welfare system because it is clearly an aging population. It isn't how you get revenue the way you see how people get revenue. If the government of Japan wants money, it simply sells debt and they have their revenue. Uh, it's a question of where they spend it. Uh, Japan is very good in robotics. They know how to build boats. They know how to build technology as well as anybody. Uh, 
But getting their aging consumers to spend has clearly not helped, given the CPI numbers there. So they'll buy stuff. They don't need any more infrastructure. Uh, like these people, this is where infrastructure spending is globally, and our friends in China hold the record for spending on infrastructure, bridges, highways, all that stuff. India's picking up. Japan is right there in the global average, about three and a half. I suspect that won't change. They will start spending on defense. More on that. I also think their stock market might become attractive here pretty soon. Uh, finally, those of you who were listening about a year and a half ago, I talked about a huge gas turbine that GE built for power plants. And here's a picture of the first one installed in France. As we all know, France is the source, really the source of electrical power for most of Europe. This is 135 megawatts. So that's about, in Europe, that's about 200,000 homes. Burns liquefied natural gas. I don't know what they do with the noise and the hurricane that comes out of the back of it. But they're exploring things outside of nuclear reactors as well, and this seems to be working. GE is touting this as the world's nearly most efficient power plant. And finally, uh, since we were talking about U.S. debt, Fannie and Freddie are, are usually the two areas that people either include or don't include in their total debt pictures. I never include Fannie and Freddie. And I'll say this, that Fannie, Fannie Mac, and Freddie Mac both have been uh, staying on top of their bad loans in their own portfolio. They just sold another bunch of uh, community impact pools community impact pool is generally paper in the same geographic area that uh, is occupied, not industrial or developed, is occupied. And they sell them to these community partnerships to, one, get them off their books, and two, dump them back into the community where it really belongs, keep their own portfolio clear. Uh, pretty clever idea. They just sold a bunch of stuff out of Miami to a community development partnership in New Jersey of all places and they're taking it over the uh, that's actually all there is for now I'm sure we'll talk more about the uh, political upheavals in the UK later